What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Johncast episode zero. The pilot episode. How exciting! Yeah, it is. Um, it is very exciting. It's been a long time coming since Rages did the post on the Instagram, letting people know what we were going to do and and who was hosting. But um, how are you today, Sam? I'm actually, I'm actually pretty good. I'm uh, very excited to get into what we're about to talk today. Talk about today. Um, we have a lot of stuff to cover. Just really introduce everyone to what we're going to talk about at Johncast. Make sure everyone's excited for the season ahead. Um, how are you going, man? I'm good. And it's going to be hard to, you know, keep expectations low after the season we just had. Obviously, for those that missed it, don't know how you missed it, but, you know, we took out the title in D grade Wednesday night. So, looking for a promotion. We yet to find out the fixture, but, uh, well, you won't find out the fixture until we play next Wednesday night, but, um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens, whether we're in, in a promotion grade or we're back in D grade, but... No, it's, what it is very exciting stuff. Um, before we get started on anything, if you do want to check out our games and all the stuff that's going on in the John world, check out janitor's underscore basketball. Yeah, on Instagram. On Instagram. Um, lots of exciting videos, posts about our week leading up to the games, uh, the stats for the games, and everything else John related. Uh, it's very Sometimes interesting. Highlights. Sometimes highlights. Absolutely. Only when I play good games, though. Yeah. No, that's crazy, man. Um... How about you just kick us off and tell us what the what type of things we'll be going through this year oh. so people can look forward to what we're going to talk about in each episode. Well, what you'll probably find in most episodes is we were, when we were planning this podcast, we were, we were talking about whether we were going to just talk about just the basketball team and what happened in a week-to-week basis in the basketball team, but then we kind of decided that we're going to expand it slightly and it's going to be a bit of like a keeping up with the Kardashians type operation, but it's going to be like... Keeping up with John, but... <laughs> but yeah, there's only a few players in our team that fits the bill of keeping up with the Kardashians. Well, it's in with his huge ass. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that was it. But, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, obviously we'll keep the basketball related, so we'll do, you know, what happens in the games, we'll talk about what happens, who we thought was good, and in terms of what segments, Sam, we're going to talk about. Well, I'll just rattle off a couple of things. We're doing some harsh play reviews. Um, we'll have a... A stat of the week as well. Um, give you an update on the ladder, of course. Uh, discussion of the previous game. Discussion of the game upcoming. So, um, as I said, some player ratings. In which we'll have an award, which we're not sure what will be named or what the yeah. prize will be. But there'll be a, uh, an award for the best player ratings at the oh, end of the season. Is that, is that average rating or is that going to be combined? Yeah, so essentially we'll both be giving a player rating to each, each player that played that night. And yep. we'll average that out. And then we'll see who gets the best average rating throughout okay. the course of the season. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that's probably very exciting that we recently came up with was a, uh, a fantasy game. Do you want to explain how the fantasy game works? Yeah, sure. Well, basically, for those that don't know, we, uh, we, uh, there's a group of us that play fantasy NBA every year. Um, and based on that point system, we thought, why not give each player in John a fantasy score each, each game? So, for example, you know, if you get an assist, you get two points. If you miss a shot, minus one, etc. I'm not going to go through the whole scoring system, but... No. Long story short, Sam, you and I are going to be going head to head all season. Whoa, whoa, not just and, us. Uh, oh, and a rage. Also, we should probably mention we've got someone behind the world, oh, behind the camera, who will be joining in with us, uh, participating in this uh, fantasy game that we have. And just to let you know that um, there is a, uh, a punishment for someone who comes last. Yeah, and it's not just going to be like oh, some a slab of beer. Yeah, it's not going to be that kind of punishment. We thought let's put a bit of uh, let's put a bit of emphasis onto the punishment. Absolutely, so, a bit of hot sauce on it. Been doing a bit of brainstorming, and I said to you yesterday, Sam, whether we should mention 
what we've been thinking for our individual punishments on today's podcast. <laughs> uh, and you told me that you might have had a little assistance with your potential yes. so punishment. Are you going to reveal that today? I will reveal today. I won't reveal, I'll reveal what, um, what was said today, but next week we can all individually decide on the punishment that we yeah. have for each other. But um, it was brought to my attention that a tattoo might be interesting. Oh, Specifically, uh, oh, oh, what was that? Oh, yeah, I, like that. I like that. That'll say Jom or jo- something Jom related. You could yeah, a mop. That's okay. not bad. But you could, obviously you could put it wherever you like on your body. Yeah, okay. Um, that would be pretty. So, cool. Something like maybe like you know a thumb length or something like that. You nothing just get nothing like too big. Across your knuckles. Or something. Across your knuckles. Yeah, Jom fist pad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, superpowers. Yeah, so something something along those lines. Shout out to Cease Stu for giving me that idea yeah, as well. No surprise Cease Stu came up with that one too with uh, no, her she, love of tattoos. She's <laughs> <laughs> she's basically Machine Gun Kelly, so that's good. <laughs> um, well, for my punishment, I um, I don't know, we were kind of brainstorming last week and uh, I'm actually going to take it back to the to the golf course, I reckon. Yeah, that's a good one. And, um, you know, I, I think we'll I'll explain the golf course. We were, uh, we were losing a bit of interest with myself, uh, Frosty and yourself, Sam. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're like, oh, we'll put a bit of an incentive on. So I said, stupidly at the time, I was like, all right, if we all par the same hole, that I would bleach my hair platinum blonde for however long, so probably like two months or so, probably one haircut cycle. Yeah, I think that's what I said on the day. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we got to like the 14th, and yeah, you and Frosty parred the hole, and and then you I didn't. and I didn't. No. So, well, I hope you do get to bleach your hair at the end of this. Um, for those one in the fantasy game, did you explain how how it works? No. In terms, of, okay. So each week, myself, Braden, and Rages will be um, <laughs> will be secretly picking a player for the week, and we get their fantasy score. Essentially, once you've picked a player for a week, you can't pick them again for the next seven weeks because we have eight players in our team. Um, and then we'll run that for sixteen weeks, so everyone gets a cycle of two. And at the end of it, we'll accumulate our fantasy scores. Whoever gets the lowest score, we'll have to incur the punishment. Um, you know, we could everyone could pick Sam one week. I could pick Parksy, and then Rages could pick Zim. Braden could pick Geordie, and you know, one one night they might go off and benefit your, yourself. It's all it's all like a bit of luck, isn't it? It is a bit of luck. At the end of the day, like we're playing local basketball. None of us are really good enough to score consistently. Like, I've, I've, really I've, good. I've been trying to dial it when, when I've picked myself. <laughs> I've absolutely, you're going to tell. Yeah, well, I'm going to be going for 40. Well, I'm glad you've got the power because when I pick myself, I don't really have a choice <laughs> but to have a good game or not. So, <laughs> slight advantage already for you there. And then, well, ages, well, um, when he bets on someone. When he bets on himself, we'll just be like, guys, I'm going to block 17 people and that's the end of that. Yeah, and when I pick Parksy, you better not have one assist. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Alright, well, let's talk about what happened last night, Samuel. Absolutely, let's um, get into the awards night. Um, second annual awards night for us. Yeah. Um, Moved locations. Graciously hosted by Zim, well run by Arrages. Um, he did a very good job. Yep. Um, do we want to go through some of the nitty gritty of well, the start of the night, Arrages gave us a little bit of a treat at the start of the night. He gave us a bit of a, a headlines slide and then... A couple of headlines slash, slash what we what learned from the season. season. Now we won't we won't say all of them. They might be posted on the um, the Jomcast Instagram page when that gets 
uh, up and running. But I reckon we should do a three, two, one. I don't think that's going to get up. That's and not going to get up I think and running. We'll just post it on there. On Spotify, absolutely. Uh, well, let's get a three, two, one going. I reckon. What do you reckon? The best ones. So we'll go. So I really liked the uh, Geordie Statline one. So is that your three? That's definitely my three. Uh, well, 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 do you want to read that one out? All right. Well, <clears throat> so Stu's stat lines looked awfully similar to what I could only imagine Max Legrand would look like on a night out. Plenty of steals and blocks, but not many assists. <laughs> and I thought that was a fantastic call from Rages. Was that off the, uh, was that off the off top the, of the Off the scone, Rages? Yes. Yeah, that's it. That was really yeah, so clever, man. Uh, what do you reckon, Sam? Uh, that was my three votes as well. My two votes went to... Um, so the, the one about Rages about himself, which was uh, a Rages was etched into basketball folklore with the highest three-point shot percentage of all time in any league at any level anywhere in the world ever. And that's going to stay with him for his whole for his life. You know, he's going to think back to his days in Jom and think, man, I've got that record. I've got the world record, the best ever. Ever, yeah. You're probably suspended. you're probably tied with with someone around the world, but no, I don't know about that. You're probably going to never shoot a three-pointer in your life, are you? Just leave it at 100%. <laughs> and just to just to reiterate, Sam, that was 100% from three. It was, yeah. So. One for one. Uh, <laughs> what do you give your two votes to? Two votes? Oh, I don't know. I did like the third one, but I don't really want to say that <laughs> on the podcast. So, what's the deal with profanity? We didn't talk about this. No, I don't think we should say that. <laughs> Yeah, I do actually. You could say it if you want. No, I won't say it. I think we'll we'll keep that one in house for John. But there was a really good one liner about Zimini's um, going back to back for six man. Yes, and then incurring an injury. And speaking of his back. All right. Um, my number one vote was actually that one, so I can't. I won't say that. <laughs> um, what did I like? Uh, I'm not going to say mine. I like oh, Podzi's one was alright, I suppose. Um, Podzi proved pigs can fly by crossing half court. Well, it was only about... Was at the start of this year we started pointing out the fact that Podzi was not getting over half-court in offense? Yeah, it was getting pretty bad, actually. (laughs) Like, Podzi, like, I know you're listening or watching, uh, as we will be on YouTube, I believe, but um, you've got to do better than that, Podzi. And I'm going to look you dead down in the lens right now. You've got to be better than that. You've got to cross half-court more often than you do, because right now, when Sam and I sit down on Wednesday nights at 10pm, and we see you not get past half-court almost every second possession... Yeah, questions being asked about your I fitness and health, Podzi. Yeah, I don't feel good. So let's talk about some awards, Samuel. Absolutely, we had uh, we ten about... total awards that got given out last night, I believe. Let's look at the let's look at the order that our agents put them in. So we had the best fill in first with a couple of candidates, uh, Lockie Tester and Jack Higgins. Jack Higgins. He did it right for himself, now, but um, both very very important fill ins for us this season. Um, but Toki Lester taking away the award. <laughs> He was actually pretty outstanding a few games, very helpful in the fill-ins when we had four players or five players. Um, wasn't, didn't actually turn up on the night. Yeah, no, that was poor form, I thought, from him. That and um, the fact that, I don't know if we can get how many the stats up, but I don't know how many threes he attempted, but I don't <laughs> think he actually hit one, did he? Well, he didn't shoot 100%, did he, Rogers? No, <laughs> no he didn't, no, he was um, nodding his head. But I, I, I'd like to say that I reckon if Higo played the same amount of games that El Tester filled in, I reckon Higo would have won the award tonight. Well, yeah, he blocked four people in one game, so you'd yeah. assume so. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and one, one particularly memorable block, Sam, I don't know if you remember it. No, I don't. Which one are you talking about, man? Uh, I'm talking about the one where he didn't even jump off the ground, and the kid that was about five foot five won't call names. No. Um, yeah, just thought he could just get a floater over the top of Higo, and... 
And he just said no. He just said, I'm having absolutely none of that. No, he did say that. Um, we had a new award brought in this season called the John Stockton Medal. Most assists. Now, we thought about this one long and hard, and it's probably the most even award in terms of everyone's able to get us. Not everyone's able to score. Not everyone's able to get rebounds. But everyone's able to pass the ball. Yeah. And the winner of that one... Minus, minus Jordy. Minus Jordy, yeah, that's with his, fucking atrocious. With his 19 careers. Oh, there's my first one, Friday. Let's get a tally going, like in the top, like right corner. Of all my profanities. <laughs> um, the award went to Aiden Tester. Pretty outright, if I do say so myself. 91 assists for the season. When you look at those numbers, like 91 assists, like that's... I know you like, you know, how many games did we play? Like 28 games? 20, you played 22 games, I think, this season. Oh, okay, so much lower. But it just... 91 assists in the season looks... Oh, it looks a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. I don't know. Especially yeah. when you got second and third place getting, you know, 150 assists combined. It's well, like... Especially when Jordy has 19 assists for his career. Yeah, look. Jordy, I don't know what's going on there, mate. Like, can we... Has he... Oh, he would definitely have more turnovers. Man, is it a pass the ball? Oh, my God. Jordy probably had more turnovers and, in the last four we'll, games of the season. And Zidney's learned how to pass the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, <laughs> that's just a shit reference. That's terrible. All right, on to the next award. What, what, what was next? I don't remember what was oh, that. Yeah, what, what was that? I don't know. Um, next award we had was Defense Player of the Year. All right, obviously you can talk about this one if you want. No, the guy <laughs> who won it is just too humble and just not really outspoken <laughs> about <laughs> how good... How good he is on the defensive end. I'll talk about it. I um yeah. So this year we changed it up. We did a bit of a point system. I'm not going to go through the point system, but basically players' defensive acts were rewarded. Yep. You know, on a point scale, and it was pretty close. It was pretty neck and neck all year between two players. Um, probably you know, obviously down to the MVP, our two best players. No spoilers, but um, it was really really close. Source pretty much led the whole season, uh, and then in the final game, Sam kind of knew it was close and decided that he would just. I think I got three steals in that last game, yeah. He's like, I just want to mm, just get as many defensive points as I can get. Absolutely. And, um, overtook him and actually only won by about 1.25 points. It was a close race. Finishing on 106.5. It was a good effort from you, Samuel. Thank you very much. Um, so DPOY for you, what does that... What does, yeah, that, what does that mean to you? Like, how do you feel? I felt like the defensive acts more than the offensive acts. And oh, to yeah. be handed this award is a gracious honour. Yep. Especially against the likes of Podsy and Source who were close by um, but, but, I do, but defense is a team game man it is well for us anyway because we play zone defense yeah we do but speaking of Podsy and, and defensive player he wasn't too happy about the, the system change this year Sam so um, we might have <laughs> wasn't too happy about not being happy to hand out the award we uh, are yeah. told, told to sit back down and got told he was cranky and from then on he wasn't happy um, yeah look so we introduced the negative impact of fouls this we, year. Yeah, Last we, year, yeah, we only really so. considered the steals and block numbers, but and obviously Podsy won the award last year. Yeah. Um, unable to go back-to-back for Podsy, though, so might have to pick it up on defense. And, you know, for someone who doesn't cross half-court, I would have thought <laughs> he, would be, he would win the defensive player of the year again this year, but uh, unfortunately not for Podsy. But hopefully, you know, maybe less fouls next year for Podsy. Um, maybe, after, maybe after seeing me win the award, maybe a bit of incentive for some other boys to start to maybe go for some steals or bring out their defensive intensity. Well, really take away the award. Considering you enjoyed playing on the block so much at the end of the season this year, you're only going to stat pad more with those defensive rebounds. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not stat padding. What are you talking about? I think going back to back might be uh, well on the agenda for you, Samuel. I think it'll be a tight race. Um, next award we went to was most improved. Now, we didn't have this last season. It's the inaugural award. Um, some people couldn't really comprehend the idea of inaugural. 
<laughs> it's the first time ever. Um, is the definition of the dictionary for those potty. listening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this isn't gonna be a potty. We hate potty podcast because we love potty. Yeah. But well, we got on the call last night and potty kind of left the call a little early. Oh no! Tell us why. This is job related. Yeah. Well, it was. I don't know. Me, Frosty, and Plugger were kind of getting stuck into him okay. a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, About what? Oh, just his rocker league ability. Ah, oh, okay. really? He was really struggling last night. He was, he was really, really struggling last night. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry, Podzi, but this would be a good listen for you, so. Absolutely. Uh, most improved. Uh, this is awarded to the player that everyone on the team thought improved from last season to now. Um, fun fact, two people were voted. Yeah, two people only received votes. Um, it was a 5-3 to three count with Brayden taking away the award. And I'll just read out some stats here. Brayden improved his average by 1.9 points. And he improved his rebounds by 0.3 points. So, cool. the assist went the other way. Must have, actually. Uh, his 3.3 goal percentage, I believe, went up. But uh, a cool stat that I thought was introduced was um, last season he had three 10-plus point games. And then this season he had six 10-plus point games. So, clearly an improvement from last season and well-deserving of the award. Thanks, man. Rages, I did vote for you. I thought you were I also voted for very, a very good candidate. You voted for yourself. Did you actually? <laughs> um, no, nah, I, I don't know. I felt like I played a little bit better this year, especially in the back end of the year. Like, I don't know. Looking at the vote count last night in the MVP, like you could, the middle part of the year was a real weakness with a lot of uh, zeros, as we'll get to later. But um, yeah, so hopefully you can continue on the upward trend next year, hopefully, in Sam's late season absence. But um, yeah. We also had the inaugural John Wooden Spoon Award, in which a wooden spoon was actually given to the person with the worst field goal percentage. No, I like this one, Sam. I think the whole idea of passing the, the baton or the spoon onto, yeah. the, onto the next person each year, not sure if it'll actually be passed on next year, maybe from Tom's left hand to his right hand. <laughs> but, um, you know, if it does get passed on, I do like the idea of it. <laughs> Um, anyway, but this this award was all about giving it to the to the to the, the player who had the worst field goal percentage on the season, yeah. and um, and last night it was one. Sorry, a little spoiler before, but it was won by Tommy who shot fifteen percent from the field on the season. Um, Parksy was in second, and I just I just want to highlight the name in third place here. Now, who is it? I understand he only played how many games? Four, Four games. games. Two of them were recorded, and two of them we didn't have stats. Correct. But A. Zamet did sneak his way into the bronze medal for the spoon. I know. Um, Very dangerous times for A. Zamet. Is a sign of things to come? And especially... I certainly hope not. I, I like seeing boys shoot high field goal percentages. I think it's a very valuable stat. And um, hopefully no one wins it next year. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. I want to see everyone shoot good field goal percentages. Um, yeah, but like Zim, I don't, I don't want to see it go any lower than 27, mate. Especially when all you shoot is layups. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, Zim did say he thinks he's a better three-point shooter than me, so... Yeah, we'll hold him to that next season. <laughs> um, six man of the year. Uh, do you want to explain how that works? Six man of the year, pretty pretty simple one. So, obviously, in the MVP voting, all the players vote 3-2-1 after the games. And the player that starts on the bench, if they poll any votes overall uh, from that game, that contributes to their votes polled for the six man of the year. Yep. Um, so, long story short, it's basically just the votes polled that you've had in games that you started on the bench. Um... <laughs> Yep, so essentially you're on the bench more than most because you <laughs> won the six-man of the season and you knew that most of the games that we had, we had six players and you're like, guys, I want to start on the bench. No, that's... Because I want to win the That's bullshit. So, absolutely... It was... Um, it, from you. <laughs> it was a bit of a weird one this year. It felt like almost every game we 
we're not short, but like we either played with five or we had six, and El Tester played off the bench. Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, not, not a lot of, not a huge sample size, but I suppose kudos to you for winning it this season. But also, kudos to you, Samuel, because you actually have more votes than me. <laughs> but as we'll see later, we also made the rule that the, uh, the MVP winner cannot uh, win the six man of the year because of the unrealistic nature of that Samuel because no spoilers I didn't see Lou Williams ever win a, an MVP so even though he should have in my heart oh and Montrose Harrell of course where's he these days I don't know probably got weed in the trunk <laughs> okay um, on to our final few awards actually no we've still got four awards left we had the runner up MVP which was uh, graciously accepted by Aiden Tester his inaugural season in the black and white and the Black and yellow, sorry, not black and white. Black and gold. Not black, black and gold. And yellow, oh, the black and gold, sorry. classy in the black and gold. Yep, black and averaging a roundup for him because I'm generous. <laughs> he averaged 12, 6, and 5 with three steals. And that's, um, a, that's a triple 5 on average, the source. Although his assists are 4.8, so I will just point that out. He, he didn't actually average a triple 5, but rounded up he did. No, he but um, a really good season from source, I thought. Um, he's obviously won best fill-in last year. He was really good filling in for the boys, but got him in a full-time gig this year. Um, and I thought he was really good. His defense especially, a lot of steals. Didn't win DPOY, might have to do better on defense next year. But... Oh, yeah. um, no, nah, good on him. Good season from Source. I thought he was really good. And then, you know, just, so that was... Just before we get to MVP, oh, no. uh, I just want to bring up what was said <laughs> last night <laughs> at Job Awards. Um, let's just say lots of things were thrown around their room and it was very high emotions for some people and Aiden Tester made a bet at the start of the night that... Um, what, was, what was he offering? $3, $3 for me to win the MVP by... It was 5 bucks actually. It was 5 bucks for me to win the MVP by... Uh, 15 plus 15 votes. Plus votes. Going into the last round, I believe I was up by 12 yep. votes. Yep. Ahead of Source. Ahead of Source. Ahead of Source, that is. Um, source obviously thinking that he would poll some votes in the last game. Just before that. So, yeah. throughout the night, when you had that really hot start in the vote count, Source then said he would do a live price and yeah. that was, he would reduce it to $1.20. Right. And that was when Thomas Braham, our wooden spoon holder, piped up and said, I'll have 50 bucks on that. And then we had a we had a deal sorted right there. Anyway, you were Absolutely. saying yes. Um, Aiden Tester finished with in the last round of the season with fifteen six and eight and a steal. Um, and when he saw that, he saw he saw the stats. He's like, oh boys, I've got it here. Started clapping. He's like, guys, mate, I want my, Tommy. I want my fifty bucks. <laughs> all for all for Jay Stewart one vote, Ethan Mullinger two votes, S Metcalf three votes, and Aiden Tester. Let's just say he had a bit too much to say. And, oh, he wasn't happy about it. Yeah, he was like, the steam coming off the red head was just, Absolutely. oh, it was he wasn't But that will be donated to the John Fines tin, I heard. A little a little rumour that the $10 profit will be going oh, to John nice. Fines. Oh, that's very so proud that's, of him. That's good of source. Not that he actually wanted to pay that. He then cut his looks and said that he wanted all of us to pay it for not voting for him in the last game. But... Yes, the ten dollars will get to the the John Fines tin. I'm sure we'll talk about John Fines. We will. Yeah, uh, Yes, we absolutely will. Then on to the MVP winner. Um, <laughs> oh, who was that man? Not much to say. Uh, who was it? I'm not sure. It was uh, it was young Samuel Metcalf. As yeah. uh, all the listeners would be not surprised in the slightest. One by how many votes? Fifteen votes. Fifteen votes. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a, in a poll that how many votes would? So that was you polled forty two votes to win by fifteen. Like. That's pretty impressive, Samuel. I know I voted for you, I reckon, almost every week, oh, uh, whether it was the three or the one. And it's obviously harder for you because you... Can't vote for yourself now. What do you no, mean? No, because your games are a little bit 
more judged harsher because on previous ability, like yeah, on like games. I've said before that I vote based upon ability. So you know, if Parksy or Tommy hits a couple of threes and they they play a all round solid game, they're more likely to get the three, even if you had twenty five points. So for you to win still by 15 votes um, was pretty impressive. Yeah, and the Rangers actually just alerted me that I averaged 2.3 votes uh, per round. Oh! Which is uh, pretty impressive. That's good. <laughs> the Rangers, that's Rangers. really good Rangers from you. Thanks so there that. you go. So that, that's, that's, that's a pretty good effort. That's, <laughs> that's ridiculous, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just to round out the total votes, so Sammy finished on 42. In second place was Source on 27. The matchup of the night, actually, I thought was yeah, a bit absolutely. Of a, a bit of a rivalry going on between Jordy and Podzi. Podzi played. Podzi played victim. Well, Podzi <laughs> played the. Oh no, Jordy, you've definitely got this. Oh no, I played how many more games? <laughs> Not including finals. Podzi played twenty-one. Podzi loves doing that. Podzi played eleven more games yeah. than Jordy, and he's gone the whole night. No, huh? He did it last year as well with me. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Jordy finished on twenty-one, so six behind Source in third, and then he beat Podzi by three. Who led me by five, uh, and then well we Just got a lot to, of players. Yeah, we had three votes on three, including T. Bram. Well, Alex Zamet had three votes actually. <laughs> um, Michael Parks had three votes, all many, coming from one game. How many votes did Alex have in the the uh, six man? <laughs> did he have three from three? Five. He had five, and oh, he so played four good. games. Oh, so yeah. he would have polled in nearly. Yeah. Okay. All his games, so kudos to him. And then Rages rounding it out with two votes was pretty good from your Rages. Did you get two votes in the same game? No. So there were one vote in two games. I think that's more impressive than polling in one game. The game he had, Rages had two blocks. I gave him three. Yeah, I gave him three as well. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he ended it up with one. <laughs> um, sure what's going so on that was. That was oh, no, we've got a couple of. We've got, we've got two more awards. Do we um, really need to go through these? Yeah, well, this is actually pretty outstanding effort from Rages to it do was. the calculations, but um. We had a Michael Parks Memorial Award. May you rest in peace. Yeah. Um, this award was based upon how many zeros you got in your stat line. Yep. Uh, so that's that's a, that's a total number now, this season. This is an inaugural award, and this award was called the Michael Parks Memorial Award because he wasn't here this season. But funny enough, he would have won it last year as well. <laughs> so it's kind of fitting. It is <laughs> absolutely. Fitting. Um, in an award that we all thought probably would go to Jordy Stewart, including yourself. Well, yeah, I actually yeah, made a bit of a had a bit of a dig at Geordie when I heard what this award was all about, and uh, and you've won by like and then, yeah, <laughs> and then Rages has flicked over the slide, and I'm bloody miles ahead of second place, which was ended up being Tommy. Um, but yeah, I, I was actually probably the most surprised bloke. I didn't think I actually, actually had that many zeros. Sorry. That's fine. You play more games, you're more susceptible to getting zeros. And you know what I thought it would be? I only had one game where I had a block, which means I instantly had 21 zeros right there. Is that include steals or blocks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that, Tommy would have had more games where he had a steal and a block. Don't try and don't do this. No, I'm, I'm gonna do this. No, you lost <laughs> the And then probably the most prestigious award, one that I definitely wanted to win on the night. That's for sure. Yep. Was the John Medal. Uh, this was awarded to the player from the previous player who won. There's no sort of criteria around it. Um, Michael what, Parks won it last year. What is this medal about, Sam? Do you care to explain? Or because you, you've not won it, you don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Only the winners know what it really oh. takes. And, and the Rages. I feel, I feel like a Rages knows what the job is. As the curator of the job. <laughs> any insight as to what criteria it takes to win that's, the job? Yeah, that's what makes it so special. Okay, um, that's good. Okay, so. um, yeah, Michael won it last year. 
Uh, and this year it was awarded to uh, Podsy. Ethan, Ethan Mullinger. So Parksy passed it down from Denmark. Yep. And uh, on average, because Euros, Tommy would have come ahead of Brady. Oh. oh. So on average, no, just for those that missed that one. Oh, okay, so still one on average. Okay. okay. All right, that's interesting. So uh, we something to consider next year, Ages. Whether we do averages or totals. Averages. Yes. Um, yeah, but Podsy won the, the job medal, so well done, Podsy. Um, yeah, good. Now, that's actually really good from Podsy. We've been shit on him a little bit this episode, but, yeah, that, no, that's, but um, that's, that's a fair accolade. Yeah, absolutely. Should be very honored to get Something you put in your resume and they say, well, hi, you're right now. Why? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm a current, you can take my job. I'm a current John medalist. Absolutely. So, so that was the awards night uh, as a whole. Many pizzas consumed by Podzi and um, and everyone else. But no, nah, all in all, very good night. Although I um, I thought last year was uh, was better hosted. Oh wow! Uh, Jesus my, Christ! The humble abode here in Seaholm. So just. I'm not your address, man. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> well, take the front of your house. <laughs> um, so just to round out the episode, Samuel, I was just thinking, you know, we, we spoke about this in the meeting. You know, we're just wondering that how can we spice up the uh, the end of episodes um, for the people at home? You know, something to listen to right at the end. And we came up with uh, Sam's joke. Yeah, Skit. <laughs> well, it's Sam's joke. Sam's joke. I didn't come prepared. Just want to have that. No, because I'm normally a funny guy. Like everyone normally laughs at everything that I say. So what do you got for us this week, Samuel? Um, my joke this week is that uh, I will be requesting a trade to Blue Jobs. <laughs> oh, okay. After, after well, um, just uh, just they just need my help, man. No, what are you doing? Don't cut it. What are you doing? Don't cut it. Don't do that. <laughs> Next week, Sam, do me a favour. You do some prep and come here with a genuine bloody good joke. Because this is what the listeners... This isn't for me. This isn't for producer or ages. No, you need a, no one gave me the HBO special. <laughs> no one helped me out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next week, you're going to come with a joke. Okay. A uh, genuine one. A uh, genuine one. Oh, right, so the listeners should be ready for that. Right. And... um. Yeah, is there anything else you wanted to say today? No, nah, thanks for tuning in. I think next week is our first game. Yeah, so next week. Already? Yeah, yeah, next Wednesday night we'll be our first game. And um, we'll let you know what, what division we're in. We're not sure as of yet. Yeah, just keep an eye out on the, the Instagram page. Once again, Janet is underscore basketball on Instagram. Um, Absolutely. Share it with your friends. Um, but thanks for listening to our pilot episode. And we'll be back next week. Have a good week. Bye.